Hey everybody, I just want to take a moment to talk about a new thing I'm doing. Over the years, many of you have reached out to me telling me how much you love the podcast, but also wish there were more personalized takeaways and more in-depth interactions with our guests to hear what they think about comedy. This is why I'm now launching my new digital academy, Blueprint for Success. With exclusive interviews and comedy philosophies of stars and industry veterans, personalized versions of the Industry Standard podcast, commercial-free, and one-on-one coaching time with me. Blueprint for Success will give you the powerful tools that will take you up the elevator beyond the competition and reach the highest possible levels to achieve your dreams. Whether it be stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, hosting, radio podcasting, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or an agent. Now I'm here to help, personally. We'll go on an express train of comedy and entertainment like nobody else has before. You can find out more about Blueprint for Success and the comedy business on my website at barrycats.com. Together, we'll take your career where you want it to go. All I can think about is what my preparation has been and how I want to present myself to you, you know, and and that comes with being prepared um, so that you can be yourself and take the room so that you don't have to be focused and and worried about, oh, did I get my lines? Am I I ready for when the the lines do come? Um, But it's also, and I think stand-up helped me with this, it's being able to kind of do a warm-up, you know, warming up your, your audience. And that audience might be one casting director. It might be, you know, a casting director and a few employees. Um, it, it it doesn't matter what who's in the audience that day. You just got to show up and, and do your best set. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. Glad to have you back. Hope you're having a great summer. I know I am. It's just been tremendous. And I want to thank you again for all your support. I know I always say that, but it needs to be noted. And I'm so grateful to all of you for all that you do to make this show successful. And so please know how grateful I am. If you need to reach me, you can do so at Barry Katz at Twitter or Instagram, or you can reach me on my website at barrycats.com. I've been really excited about the guests that we've had and the inspirational nature that they've had on me and others. And today is no exception with Kimri Lewis. And I know you're going to like her a lot. She's really, really special. So without further ado, I promise you, I'm going to give you a short, concise, wonderful introduction so you can have more time listening to her talk than me. Kimri Lewis is an actress, director, comedian, and writer. She's best known for her role on ABC Comedy's Single Parents as Poppy Banks, as well as her role as Ashley Davidson on the hit show Scandal. She received her BA in theater from the prestigious New York University Tisch School of the Arts and started her career as a stand-up comedian. 
She's also appeared in numerous respected television programs such as Chasing Life, The New Girl, Two Broke Girls, The Mindy Project, Superstore, and most recently, Keenan with SNL's Keenan Thompson. She also works with Kevin Hart as a writer on the LOL Network's new comedy series, The Donors. In the film world, she was cast alongside Kerry Washington, Craig Robinson, and David Allen Greer in the comedy film Peoples. Most recently, she made her playwriting debut with 8 for 16, one of five short audio for Chalk Repertory Theater's Chalk Lines, a very special project with plays revealing the experiences and the unique soundscapes of Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest today, I know you're going to love her a lot. Please welcome Kimri Lewis. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Barry. Thank you so much. Some, I'm excited to be here. It's a shame you have absolutely no charisma whatsoever. <laughs> I think you're going to have to learn how to get more of that. What, what's the story there? I'll bring, I'll bring some with me next time. When did you know you had it? Oh, man. I think... When did I know I had it? My mom, I think, knew before I knew that I had something. Um, when I was young, she wanted to just find a way to get me out of the house. And, um, you know, she would put me in all different kinds of comedy, like acting troops for kids. And um, I think it wasn't until college for me that I realized like, oh, okay, I don't have to play small. Um, I can, all the ideas that I've been soaking up you know, as a sponge for all those years, um, it's time to wring them out. And uh, so, yeah, for me, I think it was, it was when I was at college. Neither why you. Tell me three of the ideas or premises that you observe from people in the beginning of your life that you use today and you use throughout your career? One premise is do things right the first time um, because otherwise you're going to waste a whole lot of time, <laughs> you know, going about uh, trying to get there. Uh, another premise is treat people how you want to be treated. Golden rule, right? And the other is to thine own self be true. Um, I learned that at an acting class, uh, one of my first acting classes, taught by Wendy Raquel Robinson, who was on Steve Harvey Show. Um, so, yeah, I think those three, I mean, I try to live by, but, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying that I've done everything, but I've done a lot of things. Yeah. And one of the places that I've been a lot are in those rooms with the other executive producers on a television show and the director and on a film or a television show and people are coming in for their auditions. And I can tell you and the audience listening right now, I understand wholly and fully how and why you are a booking machine and that you always work. Hmm. Now, I'm just, if you don't mind, I'm going to segment this for a second and just put aside your talent as an actress. Okay. Because I really truly believe that one of the things that most people don't understand is that 
when you walk in the room and how you walk in the room. And because you're walking in a room where you don't know if one person's wife just had a baby and they're happy. Right. You don't know if one of the producers just lost their father mm -hmm. to a deadly disease. You don't know what's happening. You don't know if somebody is on drugs. Mm -hmm. You don't know if somebody's had a bad day. So you have to go in there and you have to ride the wave. Right. And you don't know what the wave is going to be like, but you have to be the greatest surfer in the world. <laughs> and when you walked in the room here today, you, I could tell you were like the Laird Hamilton of actresses <laughs> in the sense that wow. you know how to walk in, you know how to ride the wave all the way to shore. And then when you get to shore, you know how to pick up the board you know how to put the board away, you know how to take care of the board, and you know how to put it in your car and drive off. <laughs> and and a lot of times, a lot of actors and actresses, they don't understand what you have to do when you walk in the room and how you have to take the room. Mm -hmm. Because what does that mean, take the room? What does that really mean? Well, for you, and again, I'm just presuming this to be a fact, but I, I think I know I've been around a lot of people. Yeah. So I feel that when you're auditioning for something, I feel that you walk in the room and your goal is twofold. Mm -hmm. One is obviously to show them that you can present the material not only the way they want it presented, but you're adding nuances that they don't even know exist. And they're like, well, oh. Absolutely, oh. yeah. And so the first part is the way you walk into the room, and pardon me to use such a horrible example, but it's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going in and there can be only one or very few winners. Right. And everybody else is getting killed. Mm -hmm. So it's kill or be killed. It is. So, and you don't know what talents all those other people have. You don't know what they've been working on at home to come in and get the gig. All you know is what you know mm -hmm. and what's important for you to present to them. And you have to pretend I'm sorry to ramble, but I think this is really important. It is. So your first part, what you do, is you go into the room for that audition and you pretend you're going up against nine others of you, <laughs> exactly like you, as mm -hmm. prepared, as charismatic, as phenomenal as you. And in your own mind, you're going in and saying to yourself, okay. How do I beat me? How do I beat nine me's mm -hmm. that are that prepared? Yeah. And go that extra mile. So that's the first part. It's and true. the second part, what happens when you walk in, is you walk in, and when you walk in, everybody's like, ah. You know, it's like that energy, like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Everything's okay. This is somebody I could hang with for seven years. Yeah. As opposed to the person who walks in and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. They're talented. They're amazing. But you're like, 
I don't I don't know if I want to be uh I don't know if I want to be around that person every day. Yeah. Well, not 7 years or even 7 days. <laughs> and so those are the two things that I noticed when you walked in that right away I said to myself this person will will never stop working. Oh wow. That's very kind of you. Thank you. I mean that means a great deal coming from someone like yourself cuz you you know this business. Now you know. Tell me, am I wrong or is that how you present things? That That is, yeah. I mean, I think you nailed it. Um, you have to, you know, I think your audition starts before your lines start, right? The lines that they've given you on the page. Um, you, you have to go in and take the room. You have to go in and say, um, this is this is me. You know, I don't know who you've seen before me. I don't know who you're going to see after. I know there are some celebrities maybe in the waiting room that I, I have seen, but I can't think about that right now. All I can think about is what my preparation has been and how I want to present myself to you, you know, and, and that comes with being prepared um, so that you can be yourself and take the room so that you don't have to be focused and, and worried about, oh, did I get my lines? Am I, am I ready for when the, the lines do come? Um, but it's also, and I think stand-up helped me with this, it's being able to kind of do a warm-up, you know, warming up your, your audience. And that audience might be one casting director. It might be, you know, a casting director and a few employees, um, it, it, it doesn't matter what, who's in the audience that day. You just got to show up and, and do your best set. Tell our audience your favorite line that you used walking into a room for a certain situation that just got a huge laugh with that core group and tell us a time where you went in and you just thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this line. This is gonna break the ice, and it just was like <laughs> crickets. I think, I think one of my lines that bombed for sure was uh, going into a room, and you know, the casting director said, you know, you look so familiar. You know, what have I, what, what do I know you from? Hey, everybody! I hope you're enjoying this episode as much as I am. If you made it this far and you haven't fallen asleep yet then you must be the type of person who's serious about having a career in the comedy business. That's why I'm offering you my Blueprint for Success, a one-of-a-kind all-access pass into my knowledge and experience after over 40 years of working with the best of the best in this crazy entertainment industry. I'll tell you all the stories, all the philosophies, give you all the great special guests, and even give you one-on-one -on -one private consultations to help you expand, enhance, and skyrocket your comedy career. Just go to barrycats.com and click on Blueprint for Success to learn more about my groundbreaking digital academy that I've created just for you. With it, we can take your career so far that one day, instead of listening to this podcast, you'll be interviewed on it. Um. And my response was, I don't know, did we sleep together? <laughs> um, yeah, she didn't take that so well. Um, didn't get that gig. Uh, didn't get that one. No, didn't didn't book that one. Um, See, I would have said it a different way. I would have said a beach party in 19, you know, 86. I was number 47. <laughs>
you know, well, I would have done a little more subtly there, but you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't want to get canceled before you even start. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the thing that landed the most, the thing that landed the most, um, I think I'll do, um, I'll talk about, you know, what I maybe like a Beyonce joke, you know. Do a little dance. Everybody likes a little dance, right? You just come in there like, oh, my God, okay. Yes, yes girl, you got your outfit together. Makes me want to just do a little Beyonce, okay? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like Beyonce? Well, I have no rhythm whatsoever, so, you know. I the, you would love her. I have the rhythm you, of a furnace, you so would it's love not going to work for me. But the, the rhythm, I would love the rhythm, but, I mean, I just don't have that. So I have so many things to ask you about because I love talking about your journey and how things go and and how you made it work for yourself. And I know part of you, whether you want to admit it or not, probably thinks to yourself, I'm not as happy as I should be. I want to have more opportunities. I want to explore greater roles because a lot of times in the industry, there's very few roles that are those like, holy shit, mm -hmm. this is insane what yeah. I'm seeing here. Yeah. And some roles that we see that are insane, as talented as we are, we realize, fuck it, you know, I got to hand it to that. The guy from Split, I got to hand it to you, pal. Right. Okay. I Emailed that. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that one. That ain't for Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot. You know, Daniel, I give it to it's you. It's all not, you, Daniel. I'm not going to be able to do that. But there are certain roles that you think to yourself like, okay, that's one that I think I'd love to do. And then you're in this bind as an actor where you got to figure out, do I do things for the money or do I do things for the respect? Mm-hmm. And even, I think he'd be okay with me saying this. I've interviewed Keenan for the show. Yeah. And I, I love Keenan. I, I loved I loved him too, and I loved that episode. I think what's challenging for him, and I would say this if you were sitting here, like when you're doing a show, you, you want to do a show that works for everybody, mm -hmm. but you also want to do a show that sort of can have more of your edge, more of your you know, that thing that you have that you presented to audiences for over 12 years on Saturday Live. Mm -hmm. Same with Chris Redd. You want to have that yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. But what happens is when other people are writing the checks and people are getting paid a lot of money, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, like I know you want to do this a little edgier, but, you know, this is a family show, and, and so can you keep it in this area? And right. then you got to wait till you the show becomes a little more successful before you start pushing back a little bit. Yes, definitely. And so do you find there are certain times when you're working where there's a role where you're like, oh, they want to hire me, but this isn't as meaty as I want it to be. But, you know, God, they're offering me this amount of money. <laughs> How do I turn that down? For most comedians... It's a very dangerous thing. So, like, if you know, Bill Burr were to take a television show that was, let's say, like, closer to the tone of Keenan's show, mm -hmm. I don't think he'd do as well as a stand-up anymore because people would say... It's like when Mark Curry chose to do Hanging with Mr. Mr. Cooper. Cooper. Mm -hmm. Now, for the audience who might not know this, uh, Mark Curry is 
probably one of the greatest comedians that I have ever seen in my entire life. Super one of the funny. most edgy, unique, special. The guy could do anything. Yeah. Started in Oakland, hosted Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah. But then when you choose to do a show that's that's not your tone, sometimes your audience leaves you. Mm -hmm. But you, I find, even though you do stand-up, I find you're like a Swiss Army knife. I think that you can do anything, and you're kind of like Teflon. <laughs> I don't think anybody really would take you to task if you did the most extraordinary edgy role here and the softest role there. They would just say, hey... She's a versatile actress. Mm. Am uh, I wrong? In that? That's I mean that I I hope so. I I think there's certain parameters that you're limited by when you're on a network show, right? Versus um, a cable show or a streaming show, even more. Um, and 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 also as as a woman, I think that there's not always the juicier media roles um, available. I think a lot of times the roles that are available for women are the girlfriend who um, you know is placating to the guy, or um, you know, hey, you know, stopping all of the fun, um, and you know, the the serious one and doesn't get all of the jokes, um, and so yeah, it can be. It, it can be frustrating at times, but I think you also um, now even nowadays there's even more um, room for 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 women to to kind of explore the meteor stuff now more than ever, I think. Um, for me personally, yeah, I I I would love to to do um, an edgier thing. And and pull it off and not get flack for it and then, you know, come back and still do the network stuff um, and get paid for all of it. <laughs> you know, like I don't think I'm in a position yet to be able to turn stuff like completely down. I don't think so. I I mean maybe uh, yeah. If it's if it's um, you know extremely uh, you know just like degrading the women or um or corny i think i would be like yeah maybe not so much what are your greatest fears in this business oh gosh there's how much time do we have i i have so many fears i'm afraid of of um not being around for a long period of time you know i think women can have a short shelf life historically especially in comedy. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get involved in as many things as possible to keep me afloat, um, to keep me interesting, to keep me relevant, um, so that when people are tired of Kimri Lewis, the comedic actress, or dramatic actress, or edgy actress, um, that I'll have other, other things to present and to, to stay in the business with. Um, I'm afraid of getting canceled, <laughs> you know, for saying something um, that might be taken out of context. Um, so that's why I only do podcasts with respected folks like yourselves. <laughs> because I made the cuff. <laughs> you're in there. You're up there for sure. Um, 
because, you know, nowadays you just, you never know. So those are the two biggest fears. Yeah, those are my two biggest fears in the business. What are your biggest fears personally? <sighs> dying a bad death, just like a, you know, a painful one. And What's dying a good death? Oh, that's a good question. Dying a good death is like, I guess, like a morphine drip, you know, just like, and that's the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, personally, yeah, dying a, a, a very like tragic death would, would suck. Um, not like, you know, my mom passed away from leukemia right after after college and I think I want to make sure that for my time here that I am living up to everything that she wanted for me um, so I'm afraid that I'm not working hard enough to to make that happen um, sorry to tell you that uh, uh, you've already hey everybody let me remind you one more time about my new blueprint for success it's a project I've spent months and months working on just to help you jumpstart your comedy career and beat the competition. Whether you want to do stand-up, sketch, improv, acting, writing, producing, directing, radio, social media influencing, or even if you want a career behind the scenes as a manager or agent, Blueprint for Success will give you all the tools you need to take your career to the highest levels. With exclusive interviews, my top 50 commercial-free episodes from Industry Standard, one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, and unprecedented access into my knowledge and experience from over 40 years in this crazy business. I guarantee you that with Blueprint for Success, you'll become the creator you've always dreamed of becoming. No one's asking me to do this. I want to do it because I want to help you become truly undeniable. So just go to barrycats.com, click on Blueprint for Success, and start your incredible journey today. I truly can't wait to work with you to help you change the trajectory of your comedy career forever. Have you done that? <laughs> well, thank you. That's nice of you. I, I... So normally something like that, as horrible as it is, I mean... It would just blow a hole right through you. Yeah. But what's odd is that when I sit across from you, it doesn't feel like there's any hole. Are you that are you that great an actress? <laughs> Apparently you are. Uh there's plenty of holes. Plenty of holes. What fills the holes? Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Expensive therapy and um and and, and being able to do my craft, um, being able to work and make a living at at, at my craft, um, I and time, you know, my mom passed in '04, so it's it has not always been this, you know. When did you know I'm not doing anything? except this you know what was the moment that happened like what was the that watershed moment where you just said to yourself okay goodbye day jobs yeah i'm doing this 
Well, Barry, I just came from my day job. So I'm not, uh, no, I'm <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I, I, I truly think that. I, I think that way. Like, okay, if this acting thing doesn't work out, what else can what are you I talking do? About? I know it sounds Why crazy. Why would you say that to yourself? Why would that even enter your mind? It just, I, I think, I think the way, you know, I know how hard it was for me to get into this business. And so I'm just afraid that at any moment it can be taken away because it's, it was just, it was so hard to, to make it here. So maybe this is it. You know, what if what if this is the peak of the mountain for me? How does that help you being <laughs> that way? Will you explain to our audience how verbalizing that helps you win? It doesn't. Because I don't think it does. It doesn't. And here I'm talking across from you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that I don't wake up in the morning and say, fuck it. I'm not getting out of this business. will squash you like a bug. I don't want to do this anymore. But yeah. somehow I managed to get up. But I don't look like you. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't have the life you have, but point is, is that it's odd when you, you know, you don't, you don't think the thoughts like, instead of that, you don't think like, Hey, well, I can't wait till this next role I'm going to get. That's going to kill it. I can't wait till this next opportunity. Boy, I am going to change the face of this town with mm-hmm. my performances and how I continue. And it's interesting to see how people evolve from where they were and you know like you said you done a lot of comedy i watched your comedy by the way your timing is incredible you have cast iron timing thank you thank you so much you take the people on the ride and you hang them on the cliff Mm -hmm. and then you just dangle them on the cliff (laughs) and then you just drop them off it's like okay bye-bye yeah have fun down there but i think it's like you have so many things that you're able to do Mm -hmm. and so you can always you know, you can always do great things. And so I see you as always being able to work because you seem to know how to give those performances. And then there's comedians that you see, mm-hmm. we all see, and we all see the evolution. Yeah. That's like, I look at somebody like, let's say, Ray Romano. Mm-hmm. When he was on Everybody Loves Raymond, mm-hmm. I certainly don't think that people would mistake his performances in the first year with De Niro, okay? (laughs) But right now, in these past four or five years, he can go toe-to-toe with De Niro. He's great. He can be better than De Niro in certain scenes because he's got that hunger and power and knowledge to be the best actor he can be yeah and so in shows like let's say vinyl or in in the last movie he did uh, with scorsese i mean it was just like stunned Mm -hmm. i wasn't stunned because i know him i was like any comedian in the world just watch this watch the first episode of everybody loves raymond and he was he was fine and did a great job and the mm-hmm. show became a hit because he was great but i'm just saying watch that and then watch him now mm-hmm. and you realize that there's always room to move to these levels that you know you don't think can exist mm-hmm. you may think i've given that all like there's no way i can ever <laughs> be better than that 
But then when you see something like with Ray, mm-hmm. I'm just using him as an example because he's a comedian. Yep. Or you see Jamie Foxx and uh, anything. Yeah. You say to yourself, okay, there's things are possible here. For sure. Even the late Don Rickles in Casino, you see things that happen that you you don't understand that people can be capable of. In our business, what I see over and over again is that everything is possible and, and people can go higher and higher and higher. To think that you're worried about things not happening, you should be worried about how things are going to happen because you're going to have to... It's going to be a lot of shit happening when everything goes down because you're going to be, you know, bigger than you can ever imagine. That's really, really, really nice of you. I mean, and and, and I can't stress enough how much it it means coming from you, someone who knows who knows his shit. If I had the true serum in your veins right now, yeah. okay, yeah, and you're lying down with the weighted blanket on you, okay, and the headphones with the Gregorian chant on, okay, and through the thing I lift it up and I just say, Kimri, are you as talented as anybody out there? Can you perform any role as strongly as anybody you know out there when you put your mind to it? Just say yes or no. And what would you say? I'd say hell yeah. That's right. I could, yeah. So if you say, hell yeah, you could. So what I'm saying is just automatic and that's the way it is. And that's what you're going to do and that's what's going to happen. And I mean, I should also say that it, it, it does, it fuels me. You know, you asked, how does it help me? And it, you know, I think that fear of, of losing it all um, can definitely help, can help you, um, you know, continue the, to hustle and continue to like even when you might be doubting yourself um you know it's it's that drive that you know you don't want to you don't want to go back to um struggling and not being able to pay your bills like who wants that you know so i think there's a part um part of that 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 definitely helps you you know move forward as an artist as much as it can sometimes hold you back. As always, this has been Industry Standard with me, Barry Katz. And if you like the show, tell all your friends. And if you don't like the show, tell all your friends. You get out the money Drop that fancy car All the people love you you're going for life is for the dreamers they have all to gain it's never quite over so it all feels the same you pick your own poison dig your own grave down in Fortune
Thank you for listening to Industry Standard with Barry Katz. If you'd like more info on our schedule of new episodes or how to reach Barry through Twitter, Facebook, or email, go to barrykatz.com. Before you leave, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast, leave a comment, and rate it, even if you think it blows. Thank you for your support, and have a great day.